as boys lines. As bold as lion. As bold as lions. As bold as lions. You're listening to the As Bold as Lions podcast. Hello and welcome to the As Bold as Lions podcast. As always, I am your host, Derek Charles Johnson, and I hope you are doing well today. Whether you are listening to this podcast at the beginning of the week or the middle or the end, or maybe it's even the weekend, I hope you are blessed and I hope you are encouraged by our time together. Well, I am in the process of writing some blogs, even as I'm doing this podcast, I'm uh, still writing some blogs that are going to be featured in the month of June. And I just had this um, desire this year to do something I haven't done before. I've, I've kind of looked at various Psalms over the last few years in the blog, just uh, a week here or there where I've kind of just unpacked a little bit of a, a particular Psalm or passage. And um, I just decided this summer I wanted to just spend four or five weeks just looking at some specific psalms over a, a whole series. And um, sometimes when you're going to church and the pastor's just kind of taking a break, uh, um, doing something different in the summer, a lot of times they'll, they'll, they'll pull out a few psalms and just look at those from, from one week to the next. So maybe the inspiration uh, for this came came from that type of idea. I don't know. Um, maybe just the desire to just kind of do some more Bible study type of devotional um types of, of blogs and, and things, which is something I, I naturally just kind of gravitate towards. So um, all that being said, we are going into a series starting in June at DerekCharlesJohnson.com, and you um, uh, can gladly get these to your email inbox if you want to sign up there. Um, they are blogs just about the various psalms, uh, five five psalms. It's called the Summer of Psalms. It's it's not necessarily a a super catchy title, but that's the best I could come up with. And so these podcasts over the next few weeks are going to reflect um, much of the content from those blogs. And um, maybe podcasts are a better way for you to intake information. Maybe it's going to the the blog and actually reading it. I don't know, but um, this is just a way to catch people. Um, uh, from all walks of life through different uh, forms of, of content and connecting. So we are diving in, and this first week is on Psalm 23. I figured let's just start with the probably the most well-known psalm, the most um, people have memorized it. A lot of people know it. It's not super long. Let's just start there. So um, this is a little bit of intro again. You know, psalms, they're, they're just really a favorite passage, uh, passages for myself. Um, I think that probably comes from the fact that 
you know, they're, they're basically songs in their original form. They're, um, they were lyrics and there was, uh, we know there was like music set to these things. Some of them will say to, to the tune of a, of a lyre or, um, which is some type of a stringed instrument or a harp or something like that. So we know that these are musical. And, uh, I think my, my worship leader heart just naturally is drawn to that. Um, there's a lot of emotions in the Psalms. There's sadness. There's anger. There's frustration. There's joy. Um, and they remind us that it's okay to share our feelings with the Lord, our hurts and our disappointments, the highs and lows of life. Um, everything that we experience, it's, it's okay to just be honest with the Lord because we see that in the Psalms. And I think that gives us some, some footing to say, bring everything before the Lord, bring your hurt, bring your brokenness, bring your sadness, bring your joy, bring your thankfulness, your gratitude, just bring all of that before him because we look at the Psalms and it it covers the whole gamut of those things. So I am starting with this Psalm 23 and, and I want to, um, I first just want to read it. I think every week it just would be good to just read the Psalm and then we can obviously go through it and kind of break th- some things down. But, um, you know, the Psalm, I'm, I'm sure, but uh, I'm going to read it for us and, uh, and then we'll dive in. So Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Just six short verses, but but so powerful and, and so well known. Um, so as we jump in, my, my heart is to just kind of pull out some themes that I think we can, we can look at out of each of these Psalms, each of these weeks, things that we can kind of take with us that are hopefully, um, just encouragements or maybe just, um, some, uh, not say pressure, but just some, some influence on our hearts to perhaps go deeper in the way, uh, that we approach the Lord and maybe even your own Bible study time through these Psalms or through other ones that you pick out. Um, you can do a similar kind of walk through it and just pull out things that, that really impress your heart. And, uh, this, this is never going to be exhaustive of what the, the Psalm is saying to us, but these are some things that I think we, we can glean and uh, are hopefully helpful to us. So first point is that we lack nothing in the Lord. And Psalm 23 is, is certainly a, um, a Psalm that I think can remind us of that. And it has this, um, this first line, which for a long time confused me, and I'll, I'll explain why it's, um, the Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. I always heard that, I shall not want, and I connected it back to the Lord is my shepherd, and it's like, he's my shepherd, but, but I don't want him to be my shepherd? What what does this mean? And and uh, just understanding that what was kind of translation um, 
you know, whether that was from the King James or, or however that came out. And uh, I just read from the, the English Standard Version, the ESV, but your Bible may have it um, translated a little bit differently or just that, that idea um, phrased a little differently. But really, it's just saying, I have nothing that I lack. I, uh, there's nothing that I need. Um, he's my shepherd. He, he watches over me. And that is just something that I think we forget that we, we don't have to always be looking for the next thing and the next thing to just keep filling our tank. Um, when we abide in the Lord, we, we find fulfillment in Him. But when my heart starts to stray, you know, things start to get kind of problematic. And I think we can all testify to this, that when we're not centered and grounded in the Lord, when maybe our quiet times are off, we're not uh, really in the habit of praying. And, and I use that term habit loosely, but I'm just saying in the practice of doing it, of, of developing and cultivating that relationship, when it's not there, we know something's missing. And it's like we're trying to go out and fill that void with something. Even as Christians, we, we can, we, we can just get distracted by this world because this world is constantly telling, well, you need, you need this to feel happy. You need this to be satisfied and, and fulfilled. And, and Psalm 23 is saying, you know, the Lord is my shepherd. I don't need anything else. He's enough. So, um, it's just that, that kind of, um, that, that kind of conflict that we come into where we constantly have to say, I don't need all this other stuff. You know, take the world, but give me Jesus kind of a mentality. Secondly, uh, we find rest even when things are in turmoil. And this point just really um, speaks to me right now because the world's in turmoil. The world is just um, flipped upside down. Uh, things are crazy. We we know that. We know post-pandemic, whatever you want to call it, um, there's just a lot of things going on between nations and political upheaval and um, you could say wars and rumors of wars, um, you know, financial things, uh, weather-related things, just all these things that we kind of open up Revelation or, you know, the Gospels and we're like, are, are we here right now? Because it's looking kind of kind of sketchy right now and I'm not really sure what's going on. But this psalm just reminds me that in the Lord, there's there's rest and comfort. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. And so just with this idea of fulfillment, it's just resting in the presence of the Lord. And that's restoring to us. You know, there's there, there can be all this stuff that's going on around us, um, which I think is kind of alluded here, uh, talking about the valley of the shadow of death. Like, w- even though I walk through the valley, I will fear no evil. And it doesn't say, you know, I might walk through the valley or, uh, you know, there's a chance that, that sometimes I might be there or uh, maybe I can avoid it. It says, no, even though I walk through this valley of the shadow of death and there's basically, you know, just evil things all around me. I will fear no evil. And it's just finding that rest in the good shepherd. He he refreshes us. He restores us. He walks alongside of us, even as we brush up against all these things that surround us. And what a relief that is for us. Third point is we are anointed and then some. 
So I love this imagery of the anointing coming from the Lord and um, it just being to this point of overflowing. He, um, you, you anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. And um, just doing a little bit of research on this, some scholars believe that this is the presence of the Holy Spirit. And I, I tend to agree here. That's um, this blessing that, that we have in Christ, that the Holy Spirit comes upon us to the point where our cup overflows. You know, we we believe God to be a generous God, and He gives good gifts when we ask Him. And so to ask for and receive the Holy Spirit, that, that's a gift like nothing else. And we, we can really receive no, no greater joy, no greater blessing than His indwelling presence, His indwelling Spirit in our lives. And again, in the midst, this happens in the midst of a world of evil and darkness against this backdrop, um, saying in the presence of my enemies, you, you give me your Holy Spirit, you anoint me, you, you overflow me with your presence, even in the presence of all this stuff going around me, my enemies and, and the ones that are, are trying to get, uh, trying to come after me. Lord, you, um, you know, that, that reminder that he, um, he, he treats us that way. He kind of, um, marks us that way, which is an awesome thing. There's the mark of the world. And, and we know as we talk about in end times, there's going to be the mark of the beast and these, um, people that will take the mark. But I believe in Christ, we are marked by the Holy Spirit, that that is a, a blessing and a covering that is upon us. So finally, uh, this last point, we have a blessed hope and future. Just talking about as he, uh, as he kind of, uh, sums all this up and this, these are just some beautiful verses. And, um, this last verse, uh, six is just kind of, you know, talking about all the things that he, um, he experiences because he is in the Lord. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. He's talking about, um, just dwelling in the Father's house. And these are our promises. I, I really believe they're promises for us as um, Christians. And they are both in the here and now and for the life to come. We we experience the goodness of the Lord. We know His mercy and we dwell in Him, but we also look forward to this blessed hope. The idea that the, the shepherd's coming back and He's going to bring us to be with Him. And this whole world with all of its evil and all the things that are messed up, it's all going to pass away. It's all going to be like this um, distant memory that um, I think even when we, we are with the Father, uh, we're, we're not going to remember it anymore. It's going to be like something that that um, is just completely blocked out because we're in the presence of our Father. We're in the presence of His goodness face-to-face, and that will be all we care about. Um, so there's this, there's this here and now, and then there's the blessed hope to come. And I think that knowing that we have both of those, that we have the goodness and mercy following us all the days of our lives, that we, we, we have his presence with us. We have the Holy Spirit in our lives, but we also have an eternal hope with him that that's where we're going someday when this life is over. Those things keep us going. You know, as we, we look around at the world and we're just amazed sometimes at the times we live in and the things that are happening and, and, um, 
sometimes it's sometimes it's scary sometimes it's it's kind of exciting to think we're we're alive during these times but other times it's it's kind of like i i i want things to be right again i want things to be the way they were supposed to be and i think it's a reminder that this side of of heaven we're never going to have it quite like it's supposed to be and i think even more so as we move forward it's going to get uglier we're going to see some some nasty stuff we're also going to see some amazing stuff because god's not going to just retreat from this he's he's in the middle of all of it he's he's moving through his people and uh and we have that hope to cling to and so i just uh i'm preaching a little bit here and i hope that's okay but but um some of us just need to be reminded of that i need to be reminded of that over the the year that we've had and just the things that we keep facing is just like uh, i can just get so tunnel vision and looking um, my perspective, just not looking up, but looking down and kind of focusing on all the things that I think should be right or, or I should have or whatever. Getting back to that idea of I lack no good thing if I'm in the Lord. There's nothing that I need apart from him. So guys, um, you know, I hope you see that Psalm 23 is, is one of these passages that we can memorize and, and read often. Um, and, and perhaps we should. Uh, it, it recenters us upon what truly matters. It acknowledges that we can do nothing apart from the Lord. Um, sheep cannot lead them sh- themselves. If we're talking about the Good Shepherd, that uh, that kind of acknowledges that we're the sheep, but um, we can't go anywhere that the shepherd is not going. Um, we need to stay in the, in the shepherd and 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 um, just receive his graciousness, receive uh, his restoration, and allow him to refresh us. He it's both with us and he goes before us, and he prepares a home for us one day in glory. And uh, I just hope this is a blessing to you guys for um, uh, as we especially move into summer and just kind of have these months or perhaps in the in the busyness of a year, there's there's some opportunities to to hit pause and and um, and just maybe if, if your year has kind of gotten off uh, kilter and off track from where you wanted it to be, to to use these as uh, a time to to recenter and refocus and, and get back in the Word, get back into prayer, and um, just allow His Word to refresh and restore you and and kind of spur you on to to what He has next to position you for that. Guys, I'm I'm excited to do that, and uh, we're going to look at uh, another Psalm next week. This is Psalm 19, and um, another one of my favorite Psalms. Um, can't wait to join you again, but I want to leave you with Ephesians five fifteen through 17. Once again, our theme verse, it says, be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Guys, take care. God bless. Hey guys, this is Derek Charles Johnson. You have been listening to the As Bold as Lions podcast. I am a blogger, a songwriter, an artist. And if you've been encouraged by this podcast, please go ahead and subscribe and share. And head over to DerekCharlesJohnson.com for more encouraging content. God bless.